0: chaplain of Fix Your Funnel. And today I'm excited to have Justin Jocks, one of the newest Fix Your Funnel certified partners, but he's also got a really interesting story and I'm excited to share that with you. Justin, welcome to the interview podcast. Thanks, Ryan. So Justin, tell us a little bit about your story. How did you end up where you are today as an Infusionsoft um, consultant? Because you actually work with people who have Infusionsoft to really get the most out of it, right? Yeah,
1: exactly. Um, So I started off with infusionsoft in my own uh service-based business uh which was actually a dj business Um, i kind of was looking around for so i was trying to implement like marketing systems in my business and i was doing so by generally like trying to use mailchimp um keep track of people in spreadsheets uh, <laughs> and I know there was a few yeah. other little add-ons in Gmail to be able to try and make it a little bit more systematized but it was it was a bit of a mess I'd miss things um, I'd forget to send out important reminder emails and uh, it was definitely costing me money and it was t- taking me way more time than it should have for sure so at some point even though my business was probably not exactly the size that Infusionsoft would assume you would be to sign up for it I thought that it would be um a pretty cool software to invest in and to use for that business. And I ended up being able to come close to double my revenue and the amount of business that I was booking. I saved a ton of time. Like it it literally saved me hours. How long
0: did it take you before you doubled your business?
1: Um it was about a year.
0: Okay. That's um, awesome though. I mean, I think any business that isn't doing that isn't doubling you know what the business they're doing It's looking at that going wow
1: yeah yeah it was pretty good <laughs> you know
0: i want to i want to kind of interject here because a couple of things i want to point out that i think are really important because the, there are success principles that i see over and over again people who get things done right and the first one is is you didn't look at uh, your investment in tools as being an expense it was clear to me that by the way you were verbalizing it you looked at it as a leverage point yeah is that how you processed it internally or is that just something you didn't weren't aware that you were doing are we doing that on purpose No,
1: no 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 what i i mean i i looked into the software and obviously realized that it's it's not cheap especially for for the business the size that i was at the time um however Like I I just did the calculations of how much time I was spending every week doing the tasks that were repetitive, how much business I was losing because of or how much more I thought I could book if I was able to properly, you know, implement marketing that should be done, like with following up with people who've inquired and stuff like that. And I saw that pretty much, you know, a, a couple of a couple of clients for me easily paid for the software in a year. Um, and I knew it was going to save me a ton of time. So it just, even though it was a definitely like, it wasn't an easy decision to make, but it, it, it made sense. And that's why I, I ended up making, I don't think it took me too long to end up investing from the time that I, I thought about it seriously to the time that I ended up making that decision to buy. Well,
0: kudos to you. I mean, I, I think it takes courage to do things that don't look very obvious on the surface. I know that for us, when we first got into Infusionsoft, At the time, there was a $5,000 investment up front, and then whatever the monthly is. But it it was literally a no-brainer for us to make that investment, even though it was the very first money we'd made in this business we'd started. Yeah. It was the very first money. Um, It's not like we had extra money or it was a decision we were going to make when we had enough money or when the business was big enough. We were really clear on intention of where we were going. Uh, even though we'd never done it before. you know, So there's no real evidence to back up why we should have success in it. But we felt very, uh, very committed to the outcome. And so it was a, an easy decision for us to make. We said, hey, if we're going to make this thing be what we think it can be, we need to make the investment. And the funny part is, right after we made that investment, we actually, uh, the method that we thought we were going to be using to get all of our business went away. <laughs> 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 so, I mean, theoretically, we could have, th- you know, gotten depressed or, you know, overwhelmed or whatever, because suddenly what looked like the golden road to success had just disappeared. So, huh. but I think that goes back to a point of when you commit and you throw all of your weight into something, uh, you may not win on the first try, but if you don't quit, you'll figure it out and you, you will have success. So, you know, to your credit, making the investment when your business didn't look like it should be ready is a, is a big deal. And I think when I think about people that run their businesses without a database like Infusionsoft and without the automation components as well, I just think of what a disadvantage they're at versus people like you that were able to, to take that. I mean, the fact that you even had spreadsheets and you know you were trying to cobble together some form of, of database management as well as communication is already leagues ahead of many people who are in the small business space. But the fact that you took that next step to going to where you actually put together something that could run your business that, I mean, that's to be commended. And obviously you saw results from it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was pretty awesome. And I, I was formerly an engineer. So that's, I think where the Excel spreadsheet part came from. Sure. <laughs> well, that's great. So now it's you- totally obvious, obviously totally worth it. And, uh, as soon as I started implementing it, I, I was able to see uh, a positive impact just on um, just because, like I said, like you just save so much time, and it was. I I can't say enough good things about Infusionsoft. That's for sure. Well,
0: and apparently that became a, a normal habit for you because it, you mentioned when I was um, talking to you before we started that the DJing business isn't your primary focus anymore. Um, you now are actually helping small business owners to get on board with Infusionsoft and actually put it to work for them to start p- producing results. But that kind of came organically, didn't it?
1: Yeah. So this isn't the first time I've shared the story of Infusionsoft and how it's successful. It's helped me be. I talk about it pretty much anytime I'm around any other small business owners um, because of how, how much of a positive impact it, it has had. It's um, like I always tell people, it's not, it's not like, like, I think some people invest in it thinking that it's going to solve all the problems without putting any work into it, which is obviously not at all the case. Like it, it definitely requires work and it requires that commitment that you had mentioned. Um, but, uh, if you do do that, it, it can just, it can explode your business. It it literally can in a year, double your business if you're doing the right things easily. I'm sure I, there's businesses I'm sure that have done better than double yeah. in a year. Well,
0: uh, I, I want to point out that you, you made a, a key phrase that kind of slipped through there subtly. So I just want to highlight that and point out to it, if you do the right things. It, and that's the critical part, being able to have some concept or structure strategy to which pieces of Infusionsoft you implement first and then the order of subsequent pieces. Because the reality is, how many features do you, would you say there are in FusionSoft? Like a couple hundred or something?
1: Yeah, I work Maybe. in it every day and I still sometimes don't know some of the things that need to be done in it in all honesty. It's well, I a beast.
0: There's, there's people that I go, I, I don't even pretend to know all the features and functionality of FusionSoft. Um, and I'll be perfectly honest, I don't think anybody really needs to know them. What you need to know is what are the problems your business are facing and what would be the ideal solution? Not what can Infusionsoft do to fix it, but what would be the ideal solution to address the core problem that your business is facing right now? And then go see if any of those pieces in Infusionsoft meet it, you know, it. There are people out there that are walking encyclopedias of what Infusionsoft can and can't do. And I'm sure that's going to be you at some point because <laughs> that's the direction you're headed. And that's good. We need we need I'm going to talk about you if you're not here, though, but we need people like Justin who are willing to dive in deep and, and go and find out all the little pieces and how those little pieces work together. But for the common business owner that's an Infusionsoft user, you really don't need to do that. In fact, I would advise highly against it. You know, Let, let somebody like Justin guide you once you know what it is that you need. But don't bother learning all the nooks and crannies of Infusionsoft. I think that's a total waste of time for the average business owner. I mean, that's not something, you know, I'll be totally honest. We went, and I've told this story before, but when we went to our first InfusionCon, um, I was, you know, talking with somebody that worked at Infusionsoft, and they're like, well, well tell us, you know, what are you doing? I said, well, oh, we just... We just use the campaigns, you know, for each of our live events, because we put on about two to three live events every week across the United States. And I said, yeah, I wrote some code so that, you know, I can present the customized emails to my person, and then they copy and paste those into the new campaign for each and every event. They're like, well, you don't have to do that. Like, (laughs) you don't. But by this point, we'd already earned like 1.3 million in revenue, you know, doing it not using all the all the pieces, but still using enough that we got such huge advantages out of having Infusionsoft that it didn't matter. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, so- and understanding understanding that just just the the structure of thinking through the marketing systems and and that I think that's the the thing that business owners really really need to know. Um, I don't think that when you buy the software, I think the Kickstarter program through Infusionsoft at least doesn't. Necessarily um, take you doesn't necessarily give you that base like they they show you how to use the software which is great and they they'll give you some um, basic campaigns which can also be very helpful on their own but um, if, having that if
0: it's what your business needs at that right point. yeah yeah so why don't you I don't if you don't mind I'd love to hear what's your approach how do you how do you help a, a business to recognize what they need right now versus you know, just taking the shotgun out and <laughs> trying to find a, a, a spot that hits.
1: Yeah. Um. So the when I first meet with my clients, they. So I guess I just to wrap up. I I ended. up... I, I don't think I finished the story oh, yeah. of how I got here. Yes. Go ahead. Before I tell you the next part. Um. Yeah. So, anyways, I had I had people just asking me to to help them. Um. Get get started or help them with their Infusionsoft installs because um because of how 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 much I talked it up basically mm-hmm. so uh yeah now I'm now I'm moving to out of the DJ business or I've kind of moved out of it I'm still wrapping up some loose ends but um now I've moved into helping businesses with it so to get to the next question um I usually try and find what there's a, I guess there's a few things that are I I check in with with the business owner on so mm-hmm. Um, The things that they find the most annoying in their day, like things that they are continually getting questions about from customers or there's continually complaints about, that's usually a good place to start to try and fix that process. Um, Things that are related to, obviously, their marketing funnel. I try to examine that and just see what makes the most amount of sense to uh, work on. Yeah.
0: Now you mentioned that you have a client that's a bankruptcy attorney that you work with. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we were t- we were kind of talking about beforehand. Just I think everybody knows that happens, right? But we were talking beforehand about um, you know some of your clients, and there's a concept I call the pathway to profit, right? In project management, they would call it critical chain. Yeah, I don't know if you're familiar with that concept. But it is, what are the steps that are absolutely have to be done in a particular order and they control the time frame of the project, right? Yep. But in the business, we have a similar thing. It's the, it, we could call it the critical path. We I call it the pathway to profit. But is it is those series of steps that have to occur before we can generate profit for the company. So that's everything from lead gen to sales conversion to actual fulfillment on the promises made in the marketing and sales process. And then, you know, collecting the money if that's not done prior to so that process of leading to profit um there are critical points in that that choke the flow of profit essentially and so you it sounds like you basically use annoyance to be able to discover what those those points are
1: yeah well it's it also gives you it's a it's a good way to get a quick win because mm-hmm. usually those processes, they might not necessarily, they could be the the most profitable, but they also um, just having that annoyance out of the out of your head kind of allows you to focus on. It's a
0: psychological limit or liberator. Yeah,
1: or yeah, yeah, yeah. And it and it sometimes those problems are are pretty small, like they're pretty easy to fix. Um, and it and it like you said, like it's a psychological liberator. It just uh, makes your life so much easier. And then it also. Obviously, profit um, will make you happy and make you feel um, excited to have implemented an infusionsoft, but sometimes getting rid of problems that you hate dealing with is almost even more liberating than making well, a I few know. extra thousand dollars
0: it 's a bigger motivator but you yeah know, It's interesting because if you really if you really do think about any business. Um, it's all related it's all related, so if we remove a few annoyances, it can improve drastically the performance of the person in their their key role in that business right so if our our primary salesperson or conversion person in the process is tasked with doing a bunch of repetitive nonsense, if you can eliminate off that, that off their their docket, then essentially you open up more room for productive activity. So mm-hmm. it, as well as being psychologically liberating because they don't have to do that annoying thing over and over and over again or forget about it and have that nagging on them, their mind can be clear to focus better on what it is they actually do really, really well. And I think you, you kind of mentioned that it, with the bankruptcy attorney. So what's what was their basic sales process, their pathway to profit?
1: Yeah, so they have a bunch of, uh, he has a bunch of lead gen things going on. Um, like he's running ads on TV, radio, um, generally for a free book or a free, free, you know, the standard, standard lead gen. Yeah. Um, and then from there, he, they try and set an appointment, basically a free consultation, very similar to so many businesses. Sure. And obviously in that consultation, um, it's essentially a sales meeting. Um, so one of the things that they were having issues with was just that some people would just, a, a lot of no-shows to that that free consultation. Obviously, there are lots of people coming, but um, he just felt like more people could be showing up to the <laughs> to the meetings and oh, to, to, to allow for that sale. So um, he had been sending email uh, reminders, but then we also have implemented text reminders, and it's definitely helped get more people coming to the meetings. Just because, um, you know, some people only check their text messages, might they might check their email once a week. Um, that's not me, but I know that there's, if I talk to my mom, she checks her email once a week. So well, she even, got a text message. Even and with she's,
0: you, where you're t- checking your email more frequently, um, the text message jumps that line entirely. So for you sure. You don't have to check the email inbox. The text message always has priority in terms of show up. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, that's critical. I and, mean, of course, you use Fix Your Funnel for that. Yes, sir. <laughs> but, you know, th- this is really interesting, too, because um, sometimes when we think about these different choke points, which you identified with him as being show up, right? Yep. He can't possibly have anybody become a client that does not show up in some way. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. He's got to have a conversation, whether that's in person or over the phone. There's, the conversation has to occur. And I, I'm willing to bet that the conversion is much higher if they show up in person versus over the phone. And obviously, it's uh, you know an infinite number higher than people that don't show up at all. Yeah. So we had a similar situation with our live events. You know, we'd have people register for them, but not everybody that registered for a live free event shows up, as you can imagine. Yeah. Something else no. comes up. Their life is busy, and uh, there's just no commitment to it, right? Yeah, and it's just like they've got nothing to lose by not showing up in their mind, obviously, and most people's default uh decision making processes to do nothing given the opportunity to do something or do nothing so that encouragement that comes to the text message really can be critical to opening that up i, I imagine he must have seen some sort of measurable difference i'm not sure if you have that on hand but no there a measurable yeah. difference that he was able to notice
1: we are just like we just recently implemented so we don't know the specific percentage well, yet yeah, not yeah, enough people have gone through yeah but um I, mean, I can
0: tell you anecdotally from uh, other clients we have that are doing the same thing that they see a bump in rate. Um, we personally use text message towards the tail end of, of those trainings that we were doing and saw an increase. We also use it for conference calls because we had conference calls as part of the membership that we were selling people into. And conference call attendance is a great indicator of retention in in a situation like that. And so... You know, We saw a 30% increase um, in the number of people that showed up to the conference call just by adding a text message. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. (laughs) So, I mean, there's some critical things that can happen for the business when you can remind people to be where you need them to be, not necessarily where they need to be. And so that's cool. Yeah, and I, I would say that's the same thing that you probably would take anybody through, right? It's just identifying first annoyances. Let's check some of those things off. And then let's look at your pathway to profit and see what's what's controlling the growth of the business.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, have a look at the funnel and just see what where the most amount of leakage is is happening, and try to do things to fix those 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 leakages. And sometimes, um, if you pick the right spot, it it can have a pretty dramatic impact pretty quickly. Like I'm sure, like you said, like the thirty percent increase in webinars probably. It could have doubled your sales, I'm I'm assuming, right?
0: Well, in that case, it was retention. But, yeah, oh, sorry. Yeah. No, no, it's fine. It's the same thing, though. I mean, it's all the same. Getting people to show up so that you can communicate and connect with them is a critical for any relationship you're trying to develop. And really, if we look at any business, it's all relationship. Mm-hmm. Even down to the fast food joint, you know, they they have to create a relationship with that person. It may be just via the food. It may be via the service. But if that connection is not there, then the you know one of my marketing mentors is Dan Kennedy, and he says that uh, customers are extremely unfaithful. <laughs> that they will go to somebody else at the drop of a hat should you give them a reason to. So it's really critical to develop that relationship with them, so that they'll be less inclined to be unfaithful.
1: Yeah, I'm a I'm a Dan fan as well. <laughs>
0: So that's very interesting. So now you also were mentioning to me um, somebody very interesting, uh, Joey Coleman.
1: Yeah. And how um, he's having an impact on you. Yeah, yeah. Well, I he, um, he was a speaker at a conference that I went to, not actually the year I went, but I wa- just watched one of his videos online, uh, Mastermind Talks, which was here in Toronto. Um, and he talked about just the first 100 days and how, of a customer relationship, and how much of an impact that'll have on on your long term uh, relationship with that person. So if you can, I don't, I I, sh- I should have take look at found my notes because I don't remember the specifics. But um, a couple of things that he suggests is just uh, doing uh, doing the unexpected, sending gifts, um, and just trying to stand out a little bit more than just sending emails or, or basic transactional. Uh, things that that most companies do. So um, what I've done with my customer or client onboarding is I've added in um, direct mail. So basically anyone that that becomes my client immediately I, they get sent out a postcard just saying, like greetings from Toronto because that's where I'm from. Yeah. Um, and just like basically welcoming welcoming them to them to the family. Um, and then so I'm using obviously fixer funnel for that. Um, also, in I don't remember again, again the timing, but I think it's like two months in. They get a two month anniversary gift of some sort of candy, something that was. <laughs> yeah, and that's um, really
0: that's cool because it's. I know some people hesitate to spend money that way too. They're like, "Well, emails are free. I'll just send them a bunch of emails." Yeah, and it. I it's not know.
1: that much money though. It's like it's how twenty you, bucks. Say that
0: politely that. That's short sighted you know what I mean it, to to not recognize the value of a relationship with a customer, perhaps the value is just not there for some businesses, yeah, yeah, in yeah. which case my question is why are you in that business? Yeah, you know the, the reality is you get to choose whatever business you're going to be in, and if there's not a value to the relationship, which is the most expensive part in a business is forming that relationship, then please get into a business where you can afford to invest in your in your your customers. Um, so you're doing a postcard, just welcome to family at two months. You're doing a welcome, you know, thanks for being in the family anniversary gift. Yeah. Which is some candy. And then you sound like you're going to share some more. What else do you do?
1: Um, so also I do have a lot of my clients. I do talk over video, but I do send just like a, a quick personalized welcome video as well. I think that's two weeks in. So that's not obviously done by Fix Your Funnel, but I do have like a task that's created, so that I'm reminded to create that and then Perfect. I just have to plug in the YouTube URL and then that, that's automatically sent out with the their personalized URL.
0: Yeah, I remember uh, hearing somebody talking about how they look at Infusionsoft. They just look at it as a way of extending themselves as an individual in powerful yeah. ways. And it sounds like that's exactly what you're doing. I, I imagine that this is what you would do if you didn't have the software, if you could do everything without forgetting any steps. Yeah, yeah, forgetting and things. and
1: had enough time to do it, it but yeah. it helps you I don't it, like it's still me writing the messages, you know, and sure. it's still <laughs> obviously I'm not the one having to package up the the candy to send it out, but um you know, for I I I not like I'm sure you know and I'm sure you probably get or are solicited or have even more spend more money with more businesses than I do just because um you have a, a pretty successful software business, but most businesses that you deal with don't do anything like that. So oh, I can do doing...
0: like, because we have to have a number of different vendors that we work with. Yeah. To supply very specialized technologies or services or what have you. And honestly, I didn't even so much as receive a piece of mail from any of them. You yeah, know, ex- exactly. I, some of them I spend thousands of dollars a month with. And for so, for sure. You know, them not showing up at all. Just again, that goes back to Dan Kennedy's statement on customers are very unfaithful. And with some understanding, you know what I mean. If if the relationship isn't being cultivated, then it shouldn't be a surprise when that person goes to somebody else at that point. Um, it should almost be expected. Yeah. So no. I, I think that you, what you've laid out here is a great example. If you don't mind, I'll share what we do for yeah, yeah. our software customers. So these are softwares that range you know, anywhere from forty nine to you know a dollars, depending on the person, it might even be more. But you know, relatively inexpensive. But in the very first even if you just sign up for a dollar trial, so you haven't really spent anything with us more than a dollar, um, maybe a few bucks, uh the, the very first day I send out a card to that person to to welcome them to the family. Um I do strategically wait until they actually convert into a, a paying customer before I send out the brownies on a dollar trial. But I send out brownies after that. I send out a book, a copy of one of my books. Um, uh, I send out um, another card. And so I have these different things that are going out at different stages. of. In fact, I have two cards that go out while they're still just on the dollar trial. But something that uh, we learned really quickly through that process of trying to get people that registered for a free training to show up is that if you don't go multimedia, the chances of you connecting with the person go way down. So even in those early days, when before Fix Your Funnel existed and we were trying to go multimedia, we would, uh, we never got the direct mail component down because it was just tricky to do because we literally, we would have probably about, let's see, we had about 70% show up right at the, our, our pinnacle, so, you know, if you had to 100 people in the room, then, you know, you had to get, like, 130 people or whatever to register, maybe 140. So we'd do that for two, three times each week. So we would have, like, 400 people. And sending out direct mail to all those people every week with the crew that we were running, which was pretty lean, was just going to be too much. So we never did that. But we did do, obviously, email. But then we'd do a fax. We did Voice broadcast and personal calls. We tried those two things to see what we liked there. And then eventually we added in the text message. Um, Had I had um, access to what I have now back then, I would have also included the – it would have been a personal phone call through our dialer, and it would have been uh, send out cards or, or a Zendirect postcard to remind them about the event. But we would get them to print stuff out. And to put that on next to their desk. We we did a number of different things to try and connect with them, somewhere other than in the email inbox because I knew the email inbox was always churning, right? Yeah, and I am. it's very ethereal. It's not physical. It's not tangible. You don't stay in front of them, and that's why even like when it comes to people talking about, do I should I do an ebook? Should I do a, a you know a PDF report, or should I do a physical book? For me, it's not even a a question, right? Uh, the physical book is a must because of its shelf life. You know the ability to stay in front of people.
1: Yeah, that's why I'm working on one right yeah. now. So <laughs> you know,
0: and that's I think that that's a powerful concept you've laid out here with the example of your multimedia campaign for that first hundred critical hundred days with a new customer. Um, yeah.
1: So they, uh, they, like exactly like you said. So I'm working on the beginner's guide to Infusionsoft right now. Um, I'm hoping to have it done within the next month. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's going to be also in that, that first hundred days will be sent probably, probably pretty, pretty early so that... Well, I'll clarify
0: uh, for everybody on here. He didn't, he may have said trying to, but he told me personally that he will have this (laughs) done. So there is no, there's no escape plan on that.
1: No, that's true. Um, yeah, so that is, but that's going to be part of the plan too, just because I know that that, again, it just... It it connects with you when you get something in the mail. It getting a nice little package, um, just makes you stand out from everything else that's going on in your life. Everyone likes to get a book in the mail, no matter what. No matter what the book's about, um, it's a pretty or you know candy or or brownies or whatever so, it is.
0: Yeah, and, and especially if it's food.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, I
0: um I recall seeing uh, there's another gentleman that's using our send out cards. You know using that for for the delivery of brownies they're doing even with prospects where they have a high value client they're trying to get on the phone and uh he reports that just sending it out almost guarantees he's going to get a phone call because of his copy he puts in with the card (laughs) but there there is something about connecting with people with food that is so powerful and it shouldn't be overlooked or taken lightly. I, I don't know exactly what the investment is, which is probably sad, but I think it's it ends up being somewhere in the ballpark of uh somewhere between eight and ten dollars to send out, you know, four brownies and a card. But the value in terms of your ability to express appreciation and connect with somebody is off the charts. And that's what it is for me, at least. It's about how oh. can I tell them thank you because, you know, they're trusting us is such a big value to us. You know, saying, hey, I, I trust you guys to help me with my business. But we take that very seriously. I can tell that you take that very seriously as well. So it's yeah, it's not just multimedia. It's not just giving them food. It's a, one of the small ways that I can show a token of appreciation for people yeah, yeah. trusting us to be part of their business.
1: And for for 10 bucks, if somebody is spending even a $100 as like a minimum amount, like it's like a total, like even your software that starts at $50 now or $50 a month, even if they just spend $50, that's all. And you spent $10 on that one customer. But obviously you're doing that over everyone. Like that's so, it's going to pay back so, much, so many times. Like you're going to have customers for so much longer. They're going to be so much more loyal to you. They're going to be... More likely to refer you to their friends,
0: um, and I think we've seen that too. You know, and you know, did I hope for that? Absolutely. Is that the only reason I did it? No, but you know, it's something that you'd hope. You know, yeah, yeah. You, you create that that situation where people feel positively towards you. I mean, it, it, it's it can't be, and I, I want to emphasize this for anybody that's listening, thinking, "Oh, that's a good idea." It can't just be the thing. It can't just be the tactic. It has to be part of the whole philosophy of your business. Because if it is just a tactic, I guarantee you won't get the result out of it that if it becomes a whole part of your business, right? Yeah, so, it's
1: the genuine caring, I think, behind it that... Yeah, there has
0: to be an outward expression of what's internalized, and that internalized should show in every interaction with your business. Yeah, And so I would just add that to that mix, is it's not yeah. just, you you can't just show up multimedia and be a total jerk and then have it work. You get You have to show up And be authentic to whatever it is you're trying to communicate through these other things. But the point here is being able to automate that allows you to extend that personality, extend that philosophy, extend that genuine concern beyond just what you could do as a single person.
1: Yeah, no, that's I guess I didn't I just assume that everyone's doing that from a, from a good place in their heart, but <laughs> maybe that's, the, I know that now that you point that out, it's not exactly the well, case. But sometimes I'm, people aren't
0: just, they're just not aware. I mean, everybody yeah. has problems. Um, everybody has something that they're facing or dealing with in their life. Uh, maybe not all the time, but at some point in time, everybody's got something. And so we can sometimes lose perspective on the whole thing, but that's why I, I like to uh, articulate out concepts you're pointing out as well as things that I think um, people need to be aware of and not take for granted because often when we're successful and we're doing things right, we take for granted the key components of that that recipe. And if we don't point those out, then it can make it difficult for those around us who are trying to get there to know what to do. And they'll start mm-hmm. doing parts of the recipe, but they won't get the results, and then they'll blame the recipe. And it, it, the reality is, is you've got to have all the components you got to have all the ingredients, but when you mm-hmm. do it, it's relatively simple, right? Genuinely concern, care about other people. Genuinely care about creating value for them. That's uh, what
1: it is. it's. It's all about the value, like trying to trying to create value for for your clients, for sure. That's what that's where it comes from for me. Is that I'm trying to make sure that they know that I appreciate their uh, their business, like I, I truly do, and that um, that I do. I'm trying to bring as much value as possible, even if it's just. From a ten dollar brownie. <laughs> sure.
0: Well, I want to say something else about Justin for those that are listening too. Is Justin's uh, part of an elite class? I mean, if uh, this were the military, he'd be like a SEAL, um, <laughs> you know, if, or a green beret or something like that. Because he's been through um, eleven hours of arduous training videos and then through a test that's designed to make people cry for their mama <laughs> um, to become a fixture funnel certified partner. And what that means is is he's gone through that training, then he's gone through a test where he's demonstrated the ability to actually use uh, many of our services so that he can say, I can help you to know how to use them. And in that, he also had to go through some, you know, some strategy training. It's not just about the software and how it works, but how are people using it? And uh, so congratulations to you, Justin. I just will say for everybody listening, we've probably had that last count is about 80 people start that process, mm-hmm. but only seven complete it. So the elite of the elite and those those other people were no slouches by any means. But I don't, as you know, Justin, I'm not babysitting that process and trying to push people through that. It, it's by invitation. And then you have to really you've got to want it. So much so that I think we took a little while getting to your test grade. <laughs> so apologies there, but my point being, uh, it's a very elite group. He's he's passed my seal of approval to be able to get to that point, and so not that that may mean anything to anybody else, but um, hopefully it means something to, to you, Justin. Yeah,
1: thanks. Um, so if actually if you don't mind, I yeah. can share one of my text message. Uh, conversations that I created. If anyone wants to try it out, and they will get a free copy of the book when it's ready in a month. Sure. When it is ready in a That's month. That's cool. Um, so the phone number that you have to text is 866 617 6259. Can you say that number
0: one more time for people? Sure.
1: 866 617 6259. And you have to text book. So B-O-O-K to 866-617-6259. And what will happen is that you will go through a conversation that's all automated from me. um, But then when I have the book um, ready, you'll get a free copy of it. So which is the... Beginner's Guide to infusion. If you're
0: not familiar with the Fix Your Funnel SMS Conversations, this would be a great opportunity for you to try it out at the same time get an excellent book, I'm sure, based on my conversations privately as well as uh, this interview with Justin. Um, I'm excited to see that book too, so I will make sure I text into that as well. Um, I'd be happy to pay you for the book if you want as well. But um, I'm looking forward to that. And if you go through that SMS conversation, you'll get to see some cool stuff. Quick uh, two questions to to close up here, Justin. And if you have any closing comments, you're welcome to share those as well. Uh, The first question I have is, have you seen our new live SMS conversations? Uh,
1: No. What is that?
0: Okay. So basically, just like you can carry on a live texting conversation on your own personal cell phone, we've added the ability for you to not only have automated SMS conversations, but you can have manual live conversations with multiple members of the company participating cool. in those and then have that all synced into Infusionsoft. So that's a new thing we released and was not in your training because it is new. So we'll have to get into training out to you on that.
1: Yeah. Cool. Is that uh, what's like who, who's using that?
0: Um, so that's in the dialer section. So these are for our ultimate, Multimedia campaign or. Uh, but, like, what kind else? of
1: businesses would, would want to, like, what, what strategies would be used so to.
0: Sometimes what you need to do is you need to have an actual personal conversation with somebody, either for customer support, for example. So, for a long time before we introduced the live conversations, if you, we offered a, the ability for people to text in for help. Mm-hmm. So now they can do that. And then instead of getting an automated conversations, getting back to them, we can actually answer them directly via text oh, cool. message. Yeah, that's cool. Um, another place where it can be is in actual sales conversation. So if somebody's interested in, in something, instead of putting them through the automated, which we still could, um, we can give them an option to talk to a live real person. So that's another place where people are seeing the benefit of live conversations. Um, if you have the permission to send a text message out to a group of people, you could also start to create some conversations by sending an appropriate text message out and have people respond and have that go directly into a live conversation environment where you can be addressing concerns or extending invitations, etc. So we're seeing a few different applications for it, but it's it's opening up yet another channel that we take for granted in our personal lives, but that hasn't quite been mastered on the business side. So Yeah, that's
1: pretty cool. That sounds, sounds powerful. That's awesome.
0: Okay, so my next question, and this is my last question for you, is what is one of your personal success philosophies that you feel has helped you to grow your businesses?
1: Um, Yeah. So, I mean, we kind of talked about it before, but I think just trying to systematize some parts of your business so that you're freed up to do um, the most important things and, you know, to, to focus on the things that'll um, bring, focus your time on the things that are most important to bringing, your customer satisfaction and to to bring in profit for your own business um, especially for business owners um, you know redoing things over and over and over again is is such a waste of time and um, eliminating eliminating that as soon as possible is the fastest way to success for sure being able to implement changes into uh, an infusion campaign or or just into your systems based on like based on what's going on in your business is is something that I've I've tried to you know, it's sometimes it's hard when you you realize that you um should add in an email or you should add in a task somewhere, having to log in and, and make that change is like can be a pain in the butt for sure. But um going in and, and doing that ma- like making yourself go in and do that as as things should be done is is like is so powerful. It, it's just that that building a system, thinking and and trying to take the extra couple of minutes to do it right the first time, um or to fix something that's broken, will will have a huge impact in the future. Because then you you never have to worry about that problem again.
0: Yeah, you know, that reminded me of a quote I was just looking at this morning from Jim Rohn. I don't know if you're a fan of Jim Rohn or not. Yeah. They he says, success is neither magical nor mysterious. Success is the natural consequence of consistently applying basic fundamentals. And, you know, in today's world where getting leverage with the proper use of technology is so critical, that's just one of them. You know, having the discipline to go in and, and just stick the thing in that you know needs to be done once so that you don't have to ever do it again. And, you know, there's another gentleman who wrote a book called The Slight Edge, and he just said that uh, success is simple disciplines practiced over and over again that don't seem to make any difference in the act of doing them, but the compounded effect is what makes all the difference in the world. And so just having that discipline to do the little things that need to be done when they need to be done to the point where it becomes compounding in its effect in your business is what I think took you from where you were to where you ended up and will take you from where you are to where you're going. Yep. Thank you Definitely. so much. I really enjoyed having you on. Uh, yeah, thanks, Ryan. It's been great. Anything you want to say in closing remarks? You want to mention that book?
1: Uh... Sure. If So, if yeah, the, the text message is uh, 866-617-6259, and you're to text book to that number. Um, or you can just go to, it's justinjocks.com slash book. Um, you can also register there if you don't want to go through the text and my name is spelt J-U-S-T-I-N-J-A-C-Q-U-E-S dot com slash book.